everybody. Bob Rathman welcoming you to the podcast. And my guest in this edition is the head basketball coach at BYU, Mark Pope. We'll be chatting with Mark about the Cougars' move into the Big 12 and his college basketball path. That's all coming up in just a moment. We begin with our Jersey Mike's news and notes on this Monday, January the 8th. The new women's poll is out. There are three unbeaten women's teams left in college basketball. Number one, South Carolina, number two, UCLA, and number four, Baylor. The number three team in the land is Iowa. They leapfrog all the way up to number three. NC State suffered a defeat. They fell a couple of notches down to six after a last-second defeat against Virginia Tech. In men's basketball, there is one unbeaten team remaining, the Houston Cougars. And Kelvin Sampson's team throttled West Virginia over the weekend, 89-55. What a great defensive team. Houston picking up in the Big 12, right where they left off in the American as a dominating college basketball team. A couple of other old unbeatens went down. Ole Miss suffered their first loss. They got handed a 90-64 setback at Tennessee. And number 19 JMU went on the road, and they lost at Southern Mississippi over the weekend. And coming up tonight, on Monday night, January the 8th, whenever you're listening to this, if it's today. Now, most of the country, of course, will be watching the college football national championship game tonight. But if that's not your thing, college football just doesn't turn you on. College basketball does. Well, we have got a game for you. It's the only one on television tonight. It's Northeastern at Monmouth. The game airs at 7 o'clock Eastern time. You can find it on the CBS Sports Network if you've just got to watch some live college hoop tonight. We'll be back in just a moment with our conversation with Mark Pope after this from Jersey Mike's. Good news. There's a Jersey Mike's coming to your area. You probably got a ton of questions, so I'll try to answer some. Yes, the meat and cheese for every cold sub is freshly sliced right in front of you. Yes, we grill every hot sub right in front of you. No, we do not accept pirate doubloons for payment. Yes, we have catering. 12 subs in a box. No, our restaurants are not haunted. I hope. Okay, congrats on the New Jersey Mikes. A sub above. Well, it is a joy and delight to reconnect with Mark Pope, the head basketball coach at BYU. His Cougars are rolling, coming up in the polls uh, week by week and getting ready to jump into the Big 12. Mark, congratulations on the great start. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. So, so glad to be on with you. Well, we appreciate your time. Your season got off to a great start. You posted that win against San Diego State uh, back on November the 10th. And it seemed to me, and I think a lot of people around the country, that that sort of kick-started this great uh, beginning for you where you sit at 11-1, and 12-1, and, and rising up in the polls. Did you see it that way? Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a big game for us. You know, San Diego State, what Dutch has done at San Diego State over the last decade and, and before, right, as an assistant, uh, is just amazing. And he's a, he's a, he's a dear friend. Um, this series has been really important for both of our teams. It's been a, a gift to both of us. Um, and, and he is, a, you know, we know, you know, we, it's, it's, a, it's an early game. It's an early season game for us. Uh, and we know that it's going to be the ultimate test. You know, every year they're going to be a top defensive team in the country, a top rebounding team in the country, a, a well-put-together team. They're going to be a top 25 team in the country every year. And so um, it's, it was a huge game. It is every year. You know, we've won at their place. They've won at our place. 
And so love him and, and, and love that game. And certainly it was a, you know, it was a, it was a it was a it was a great game. Uh, Dallin Hall kind of bailed us out down the stretch, just making some ridiculous shots, and we got away with a win. We were super happy about that. Well, now it begins for real. Uh, BYU, of course, enters the Big Twelve. This is a new animal, a new beast that you've got to conquer. But also with it, Mark, is the excitement level. Cincinnati's coming in this weekend. Both of you joining uh, the Big Twelve. I've got to believe that your fans and your team are just so excited for this challenge. Yeah, we're blessed to have an incredible fan base. I mean, you know, we, uh, we played Wyoming uh, last Saturday. It's a good team, a team that's still growing in themselves, but a good team. And, and we have no students on campus. We had 18,000 people at the game. It just is, it just is, it's, it's really unbelievable. We're really blessed here to play for this fan base. And, and uh, you know, as a, as a program, it's been a hundred years waiting to, to jump into a power conference and, we didn't know we'd end up in the best basketball league in the country, um, but we're we're excited to be here. We, we're super humble about it. We we're very conscious of how difficult it's going to be and what a gauntlet it's going to be. But we're grateful to be in the game, and uh, we're excited to grow. Mark, when you got the word that BYU would be joining the Big Twelve, how did that change uh, the way you do business in a way? Um, you know, how do you get ready to move into arguably the top basketball conference in the country these days? Well, it's you know we, we've known for a couple of years now, and um, so uh, there, there were a lot of things. Fortunately, we're you know there wasn't a lot of facilities things we needed to do. Um, the Marriott Center is incredible building. The Annex, our practice facility, is is great. So there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of space there. But in terms of our team, in terms of the, our style of play, and and the composition of our team. We wanted to make some adjustments and really stylistically, um, philosophically, we went from a team in the WCC that played through league games, um, feeling like you could not afford to lose a game. You, you know, we played, a, a, you know, in the WCC is a great league for sure, but, but um, you played, you know, any number of quad three and quad four games in, in the WCC. And if you lose one of them, it kind of, you kind of lose the right to, to have an at-large bid for the NCAA tournament. So it was really almost a race of survival about how reproducible can we be every single night where we know that our floor is pretty high. As we move into the Big 12, we've changed stylistically a lot because the Big 12, you're going to lose some games. I mean, Kansas won the league last year and I think lost five games in the league, right? Um, right. West Virginia started 0-5 in the league and went to the NCAA tournament last year. And so – you're going to lose some games um, in this league philosophically. The way we're approaching it is, is just trying to see how many games we can win. How high, can, how wide can we swing where when we play great, can we go win games? And so um, style, that's changed the style of play. It's changed the way we approach the game analytically. It's, it's been a seismic shift in the way we in the way we're doing everything in terms of, of, of how we're preparing our team. And we'll see how that goes. Mark, tell us a little bit about your ball club. You've got uh, balanced scoring. You're shooting the three ball extremely well. What do you like about your ball club? Um, I, I love that my guys uh, have a sense of who they are and who they're trying to be. Like our identity is really important because as you go through the tough patches that you're definitely going to go through in the Big 12, um, relying and going back to who you are and what makes you successful is going to be really important. I think my guys understand who we are. I think we have um, some, some really solid depth. Uh, we have a lot of guys, you know, we have, I think we're one of three teams in the country that have 
on our current roster, nine guys that have scored 20 points in a game. And so we have a lot of guys that come deliver in a given moment. Um, I think our guys really love each other. They really care about each other. I think they really are trying to, to um, play for each other. Uh, you know, we're, we're, um, we're a high-volume team. Right now we're averaging almost 34 threes a game. We're trying to bump that up to 35, as, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, a team that can really shoot the ball. We're trying to, we're trying to make teams guard 27 by 50 feet, where most teams in the country force you to guard 18 by, by 40, 48 feet. Right? We're trying to space the floor even more, um, and we're trying to play uh, really great team defense. Uh, you know, and 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 so that's us in a nutshell. And then. The trick with us, we got so many guys on this team that are stars. I mean, Ali Khalifa, this is my most recent fun anecdote. Just think about this. Ali Khalifa, Khalifa seven-footer, had eight assists and one turnover versus Wyoming. Eight assists and one turnover. And it actually destroyed his assist-to-turnover ratio because he was 17-1 to one going into the game. <laughs> and, and so he was eight, eight assists, one turnover. And it, and it, I'll never say those words ever again in the in the history of my life in basketball. It's just I've never seen anything like it. Uh, super special. He's been incredible. Uh, Jackson Robinson is our leading scorer, an incredibly talented shot maker, and 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 a, a a guy who's got a really crazy ceiling as a defensive player as he grows into that. Um, and he's coming off the bench, right? And 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 he's he's so cool with that. He's just like I don't care, man. Whatever I need to do, let me. Let, I just want to go win. Um, Noah Waterman is a six-nine player who's been shooting the, the living daylights out of the ball and rebounding great for us. And I, I can keep going down the list. Um, you know, Dallin Hall I mentioned already. Uh, you know, essentially just rose up and saved us in the San Diego State game, making huge shots. Um, and we, we have so many guys. We have, you know, most nights we have four, five, six guys in double figures. We have a really great team. Mike, I wanted to wrap it up by just asking you about a, a little bit about your personal. Uh, coaching uh, track. Uh, you played a long time, of course, a, a champion at Kentucky. Uh, you had a long run in the pros overseas and, of course, a long time in the NBA. But you were in medical school, and you then decided to join our good friend Mark Fox, and that's how we met each other at, at the University of Georgia. What changed? How did you decide to make the move into coaching? Well, I um... – yeah, I, w I was really blessed as a, as a player. Um, I was I was a terrible player, but for some reason I just got to hang on for a long time. Played on a great team. <laughs> no, there are no bad players in the NBA, pal. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that disagree with you on that, but I got to bounce <laughs> around the league and, and learn from some incredible players and incredible coaches. And um, and then when my tenure was done, uh, you know, I went to medical school. Always really loved school. Um, my last uh, several years in the league, I was taking post back classes uh, in the sciences, and then took the took the MCAT and and um, applied to medical school. And so as soon as as soon as George Carl fired me for the last time, he had actually fired me twice. Um, <laughs> uh, we we went off to Columbia Medical School, and I was there for you know for uh, just almost four years. Um, after my first year. I just kind of had this feeling like, ah, I just, I mean, this is incredible. These, these, this, this profession is incredible. These kids are incredible, but I just don't know if it fit me. And then it just kind of kept coming back. And, and, uh, coach Fox, um, who is, who has just been such an incredible, generous mentor of mine. Um, he was a GA when I was a freshman at the university of Washington. We would, 
uh, after practice, he would just stay in the, you know, I'd stay in the gym for another hour after practice and he would stay with me and he'd rebound for me. We play shooting games. We play one-on-one. Um, you know, he's a, he's a, t- a terrific player in his own right. He's a tough, hard nosed, uh, guy. And, and, um, you know, we separated after Washington and he rose up, uh, just as quick as could be through the coaching ranks and had incredible success and we remained good friends. And, um, and so I, I called him after that first year. I was just like, ah, coach, I, you know, sometimes I wonder if I'm doing the right thing. I thought about coaching and he was like, you're insane. You know, don't do this. And, <laughs> and we, we, we kind of kept talking over the next several years. And, and, uh, you know, he went to, I think back to back sweet 16s at Nevada and, and took the job at university of Georgia. And it was at that point where he was like, Hey, if you're ever going to do this, this is now. And so I was like, I'm in. And so I, I literally uh, told the dean, uh, Dean Melman at at Columbia, Washington office, that I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, and she, she I'm pretty sure she wanted to have me drug tested, and I drove down to Georgia <laughs> thinking that thinking that coach was gonna make me an assistant coach. I mean, I was a former NBA player, national champion in college, thinking I'd be an assistant coach. Coach may be the 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 assistant to the director of operations, and so. My first year, I was folding laundry and and uh, handing out water, and and coach uh, coach told me he's like, and, and this will stay with me forever. And it's just such a great life lesson. Coach said he said he said Mark, I think you're gonna have a chance to be a terrific coach, um, and I think you have a chance to grow really fast. But if you want to be good, you need to be able to do every job in your program. You need to know inside and out and be able to do it better than anybody else in your program. And so he's like, you have to do this. So, you know, I was the guy setting up the tailgates for recruits for football games and all the, you know, all the, all the stuff. And he was, uh, Coach Fox was like, no one could ask for a greater mentor, uh, just a generous teacher. Like he, he went so far out of his way just to give me an opportunity to learn the business of coaching. I love him. I love him forever. He's, he's super special to me. Well, he obviously has an eye for talent, and he's a good recruiter because he nailed it. You're doing a remarkable job, and we're thrilled for your success. Mark Pope, thank you so much for taking time and being with us this week. Mark, thank you. Hey, listen, it's great to talk to you. Hey, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks so much for joining us. The conference college season is underway for the men and women. We love it. Great results, great teams, great players, and we are here to follow it all every week for you on the podcast. From all of us here at the Naismith Awards, Bob Rathbun saying so long.